Hello everybody and welcome to Family Faith in the Village. This is a podcast designed to be a resource for your family and your goal of trying to build and foster uh, faithfully committed disciples of Jesus Christ. My name is Zachary Wall and I'm joined uh, by my friend and co-host Steve Miller. And Steve, today we wanted to talk about something that kind of goes hand in hand with what we talked about last week. And that was uh, last week we talked about church camp or summer camp or whatever uh, you call that. And today we wanted to talk about retreats because you mentioned last week that one week of church camp just isn't enough. And one of the one of the solutions you gave to not that not being enough are retreats. Right. And so. If you haven't uh, listened to last week's episode, I would definitely say um, the things we talked about last week really apply in the same manner to these retreats, just on a smaller scale. So they definitely go hand in hand. I thought it was interesting, though. You posed that question to me last week before I had listened to your podcast from uh, the week before where you mentioned camp and retreats and mission trips being so pivotal. So um just the fact that that I don't think there's ever enough time to to get away and to really dig deeper into your faith and your relationships with your church family. And so, yeah, this may not be uh, quite as long of an episode because so many things we don't want to just repeat everything we said from camp. Right. Um, but but definitely retreats are something that that are huge in spirit in your own spiritual life and in uh, the the faithful formation of your kids and their life. And I'd say that's maybe one of the first things um, that I would say retreats may be different than camps. Your kids are not going to necessarily, unless you go help with summer camp, which I say go do if you can, but work and things like that can't help. But your kids may see you as a husband and wife go on a couple's retreat or go to a men's retreat or go to a, a women's retreat. And that's, again, it comes back to what we've talked about almost from the very first episode at times. Um, just what kind of faith are you showing your kids? So I think attending retreat is a great faithful example that we can set for our children. So that's one of the things I have. Absolutely. Down. Yeah, you bring up a good point about your family sees it. I Growing up, I went on a couple of retreats. Our church used to do family-wide retreats. So we would take, I don't maybe 10, 15 different families, and we would all go to this place, to this large cabin and we would spend the whole time together and i think there's a lot of benefit in any aspect of ministry or church to have those intergenerational experiences in a retreat is a fantastic way to do that but there's also benefit to doing a specific youth group retreat or a men's or a women's or a a family retreat or something different like that as well i i was trying to think you know, what's the difference between camp, your summer camp, church camp, and retreats? I was like, what are the things that, what what's different about it? What changes? And the, the one thing that kept coming to my mind is rest. Yeah. So when I think of a retreat, I think about it being relaxing. Camp is not relaxing. No, no. As fun as it is and as impactful as it is, it's not a time of relaxation for for the staff or or for the campers but i think the retreat is more of a time to just get away from it's typically a retreat 
it's in the fall or in the spring or maybe even in the winter where school's going on. So it's just a break. It's just a time to relax. It's a time to uh, to get spiritually rejuvenated. Just you know, charge your batteries as the metaphor goes. Just it's a time to take a break. It should include more rest than your normal weekend, right? Yes. It, that's a that's a great point. Retreat by definition really comes back to stepping back and resting and right. taking time away. And it's taking time away from the the grind, if you will, and really um, resting and reflecting and things like that. So, so I think you're spot on with that. Um, another thing that I had down for so many families and for so many churches, um, camp is a huge tradition. It's something that people get excited about. You look to that week right. of the year, two yeah. weeks out of the year that you get to do camp. I think retreats offer a huge opportunity for families and church families and church members, maybe a church, the church as a whole, to get excited that way at other times. Like we talked about last week, that, that little bit in the summer is probably not enough. So I think of um, retreats as a great option for new traditions, whether it's within your family, whether it's within your church. Um, you know, you have to look sometimes for the new traditions because you do want to recharge like you said. So um, I think it poses a, a great opportunity. And, and really, to your point, um, Jesus needed rest. Jesus is our ultimate example. And there are scriptural places all over where he went away from the crowd, where he right. went away from the normal yep. just to be closer to God. And sometimes he was alone, but oftentimes he would encourage um those followers or, you know, especially that tight group that those disciples, those 12 apostles to go with him or to go somewhere and do that kind of on their own as a group while he was uh, reflecting or praying as, as we kind of read through the scriptures and find all kinds of examples of that in the New Testament. So I think um, you need rest just like Jesus needed rest. Yes. And sometimes I think we fall into the trap of, oh, a, a, a retreat. So one of those other newfangled things that a youth minister came up with or the, or that our minister at church came up with, uh, no, this is biblical stuff that's been around forever. And, and maybe we've gotten away from it for a while, but I think, you know, it's time to get back to it. And, uh, and there's just so many, so many benefits to that. Um, and I think that's why it's, it, it, it is in the scriptures as an example. Absolutely. And one of those scriptures I, I wrote down, and maybe the definition of retreat could be found in Psalm 23, where, it, you know, it's, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then later on, it says, he restores my soul. Yep. And I think that's such a great definition of a retreat, and it's God restoring your soul. Because uh, it's a time it's spent with rest. It's a time spent with other believers. It's a time spent with worship. It's a time spent just you alone. And in my opinion, a retreat is not in a city. It's it's right. out. It's somewhere that's quiet, maybe secluded. It's it's just a way to where you can be with God. Right. And that's and with God is key. Um, think of it as a getaway, as a 
weekend or whatever the time frame is with God. Don't get so caught up in the specific events that may be going on during the retreat or the specific. Now, it's great to look for subject matter and find something that, that matches up with your stage of life or the things you may be struggling with or things yeah. like that. But ultimately, make it about the time with God, not about the events. Because there's it's a retreat. There's going to be fun time. There's going to be downtime. There's going to be all these different things. But make God, um, time with God, the key in all those. And I think you'll get a lot more out of retreats yeah. as well. Not get caught up in what the menu is. Right. Now those planning the retreats have to do a good job of planning that stuff. But as those attending the retreats, we've got to think about it as, as a, a time to recharge with God and not necessarily get caught up. Because then we fall into that trap of it's just like a normal week and a normal weekend because we're just making it happen and we're getting yes. there and we're doing it and then we're on to the next thing. Right. And that's not what the retreat no. should be about. No, not at all. And I think that takes a lot of discipline as well yep. uh, to be able to, you know, just just set aside the the activities coming up, like Steve said, the food that's coming up or 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 where you're going to hide and hide to go seek. And you just really start to focus on what's, truly important and the real reason why you're there and it's it's just to get refreshed it's it's to get restored it's to get uh rejuvenated and feel that closeness that oneness with god that closer all walk about. with god yep and a closer walk with god leads to closer relationships with others those around the retreat and maybe it improves relationships when you get home but but i mean um your, your walk with god your relationships with others really uh, that time, not unlike camp, and we talked about this a little bit, you learn a lot about yourself. And again, yep. um, retreats can be for families, they can be for youth, they can be for um, really any age, men and women. Yep. Uh, so you learn a lot about yourself as you go on these retreats or your family as it may be or, or, or things like that. And you, And like Steve said, you get so close to the other people that are with you on a retreat. And I think that's why it's so it's so incredible and important when churches do their retreats because a friendship that can be developed in a retreat is a friendship that may could never be developed just here at church yep. or at the building. And you just have stories to tell or if something inevitably goes wrong, it just builds right. you know, it just adds that closeness, that connection, and it's such a cool thing to see to see people leave the retreat similar to camp but it's different because there's so many churches and people right, involved right. it's so cool to see people that you've gone to church with your whole life or you've known or they've been in your ministry for a long time and then you leave that weekend and it's as if it's a brand new friendship because it's just yep I, it, before then it was just an acquaint an acquaintance and now it's like a true friendship. Yep. It's so cool to see. Absolutely. And you make it, you, you touched on it a second ago, but I'll, I'll second it. Um, look for retreats or when you go on a retreat, um, think about an appreciation for God's creation, for, for nature. You know, it, it's maybe hard to do. And there may be some great retreats that happen right in the middle of downtown somewhere, America. But in my mind, take advantage of those retreats that aren't that are a little more remote because just the ability to see nothing but what God created. Yeah. Right. 
and knowing that he created even those sky skyscrapers and gave us the ability to do it but there's just something about being in nature when you take this step back when you rest when you study that i think is huge so like uh, i'll second what you said about uh, get out into nature uh, yeah if you will with your retreat if and, and i think about it like this the less barriers that i have between me and god's creation yeah, I don't know what it is, but the closer I feel to God, or the closer I feel like, you know, I'm just soaking in God's presence. That's a great way to put it. I really just just get rid no of barriers. Those. Yeah, and if that's a building, or if that's a city, or if that, I mean, in our case, we like to do a retreat where uh, phones are not available. There's yeah. just no service unless you have a specific carrier. You know, right. <laughs> it's just. It eliminates any of those distractions that get in the way of us truly um, going there and doing the things and, and soaking in the time that should be spent on developing and deepening our relationship with God. And really getting inspired yeah. by some of those things. So when you remove the barriers, like you said, it opens the door for all kinds of inspiration. It opens, and and not unlike camp and that camp high you know, maybe it takes you into those next few weeks with a different outlook. Yep. And then you just build off that. And, and, but I just, I come back to as, as we frame this, this entire podcast on the fact that, that how do we get faith that lasts from one generation to the next, to the next. And for me, this example, um, you know, couples going together, dad's going to men's retreats, mom's going to women's retreats, family's going to family retreats is such a big deal because it has so much more reach than a summer camp where maybe we just tie that into children and youth unless right. you're one of the awesome yep. adults that goes along and helps. And and I think about that. We had a memorial service for a 91-year-old um, lady from our congregation who essentially spent her life as a missionary. Sometimes it was here in the U.S. Sometimes it was a lot of the time it was in Africa and, and South America. Um, but at her memorial service this last week, a seniors retreat came up and just the impact that it had on them. And so you think about these great, just spiritual sojourning patriots and they look back to a, a seniors retreat in South Texas as something so impactful in their life that it comes up at her memorial service and I, to me that's just huge yeah um, the reach of a retreat throughout your faith throughout your life on this earth um, shouldn't be underestimated and i think it should be utilized absolutely and that that brings up such a such a true statement and that is that no one is beyond needing a time of rest right. and a time of uh, of refreshing uh, and even the people that have done it for years, that have been faithful, committed Christians for years, no one, no one is, you know, too good to need a time to step back and to really just spend time with God. And I hope that's one thing that if you're out there and you're maybe trying to plan a retreat or you're out there and you're trying to find a retreat to go to, find a retreat that really puts the emphasis in deepening that relationship with God, that it's so easy for a retreat to all to be about, uh, you know, the activities or the or the food or things like that. Find a find a retreat that truly 
wants you to leave camp having deepened your relationship with God and spent that time in scripture and in prayer and in solitude and just really soak all that time in. Absolutely. I think that pretty much sums it up for me, Zachary. I think we've we've touched on a lot of the points. I, as I said, um, hopefully those of you who found our podcast and are listening to it will will share it with others that you think it could help. And, and uh, we will keep providing content each and every week that involves this type of conversation about your own faith and about passing that faith on to your family. So so subscribe to our podcast if you would. Share it if you would. We're on all the major platforms um, and I would just based on this episode encourage you if you haven't go go back one episode and listen to to the talk about camp because I do think these two things really go hand in hand and they really give us an opportunity to have these benefits um, a lot more often than maybe we think about. Absolutely, and we hope you'll tune in next week as we discuss mission trips. Exactly, and kind of conclude this little three-part mini-series of big faith formation events in this regular year. Again, we're thankful that you tuned in. Uh, and catch us next week as well.